welcome, welcome back, everybody, to episode 54 of Upon Further Review. My name is Jonesy. And I'm Noah Kinsey. And welcome back, Sculter. Hey, what's up? What up, guys? This is the number one podcast out there on movies, the classics, the best of the best. We sit down and we actually look at them and see if they are truly the best. We wage against cinematography, acting, story, all that good stuff. And does it still hold up is the question that we want to answer here. And today we have a very awesome podcast with, if you guys didn't recognize the music, turn this podcast off because... The same for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of the 1977 Star Wars. Episode four. Episode four. Hope. The original Star Wars. All right, the guys. The OG Star Wars. The OG, the gangster version. Yeah, before we get started, I want to hear, before going into this viewing, you know, is this a series that you guys love? Or is it something that... Well, just how do you feel about it? What's your relationship? Is this the first time you've seen it? Things like that. Sculter. I absolutely hate it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the worst movie ever. Who the fuck made this movie? I, your phone case says <laughs> otherwise. My phone case, my jacket, my car, pretty much anything that everything I own. Everything you own. The t-shirt I'm your wearing. t-shirt you're wearing. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you're a huge Star I Wars fan. I am a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, it's a huge part of my childhood. Very nostalgic. But at this point, it's... You know, just part of my life because it just keeps coming back. And mm. they keep trying to kill it, but it keeps coming back. It keeps back. coming back. No, you can man, never it's, kill it. Yeah. It's the herpes of movie franchises <laughs> now. Really Every time is. you think it's gone, it flares back up. Yeah, and it's so it fun is. to scratch, too. <laughs> oh, very nice. Jonesy, what's your, um, what's your I, sentiment? I've, I've seen this a handful of times. Um, and I don't know, man. I'm not a huge fanboy, but I do like the movies. You know, I I don't go out and buy all the gear and, you know, and geek out over that stuff. But you know what? I, I do enjoy them. I do have it on Blu-ray, which if that says anything. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, the first time I ever saw it was 2012, where I watched the original trilogy and then the new trilogy, just because I figured being a writer in Hollywood, Star Wars is referenced all the time. Right, so right. I need to... Watch it to at least understand some references, things like that. And so I watched them for the first time ever all the way through. And there are so many things I'm like, oh, that was the joke in this show or this movie or things like that. But for me, it's just whatever. It's kind of like it. I, it's kind of like when someone shows you a picture, pictures of their baby and it's not one you're related to. It's like, I know the baby's probably great, but I can't bring myself to care. Like that, I can, I can actually understand that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's great. A baby, cool. yeah. You want to hold it? Fuck no. no. So like, I can appreciate the original trilogy without f- ever feeling emotionally attached to anything that's going on, and I can appreciate the filmmaking aspects of it right. and things like that. And we can dig into it on that aspect, sure. but it's just I've never been able to like be grabbed by. It. Even when mm-hmm. I saw, I went in the theater and saw The Force Awakens, and to me, I'm like, for one, this is just episode four all over again yeah but for two it's like all right this just isn't for me it was fine like sitting i wasn't mad that i sat through it but i just never felt emotionally attached to anything that you would go back and rewatch right i don't or a series that you go back and rewatch. like i don't really just doesn't really do anything it's honestly like and as a star wars fan and somebody who's as big of a star wars fan as i am the constant thing that i have encountered is that either you like it you love it or you're you're indifferent to it. Yeah, you're yeah, indifferent. I think it's fine. And I mean the only people who I get really hate anybody on it, that hates it. Yeah, no, anybody who would hate on it is somebody like like my fiance who would constantly be, 
you know, barraged <laughs> by Star Wars information all the time. But <laughs> other than that, it's not hateable, but it's just you get it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. you know. And I can appreciate the filmmaking aspects of it. It's yeah. just emo- just emotionally. Meh. Yeah. As, as far cute, as story writing, baby, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, as, as far as story writing, it is such a, a perfect storm in terms of like how it's put together. That that's I think why it's referenced to more often during cinematography school sessions and stuff like that. Mm. Not so much because of, you know, all the stuff that actually makes it Star Wars. I think it's more like uh, something like Back to the Future. You know what I mean? The pieces are just placed so well throughout, yeah, the, throughout entire the entire thing. Yeah. thing I agree that it's with like, you. even if you made a movie about a girl who has cancer and, you know, it's a coming of age story, if you can use the same type of outline as far as creating a story, it, you can still come up with a successful story. Have those story. memorable moments yeah. and those things that touch upon yeah, different dude, things. I mean, you know, watching it today, and we'll obviously get into some of this stuff, but I agree with you. I think there's something really great about the storytelling that everything just feels like it fits so well. Right. And it's, it was so smooth. There wasn't a moment that I was just like, how the fuck did that guy get there? You know right. what I mean? Or like the plots were just kind of there. You know what I mean? They yeah. made so much sense. You know, them getting caught in a trash compactor or whatever. Right. And they're robots. That they're, they're, their friends are the only thing that can get them out of there. Yeah. And then they, you know, they work it out. Mm-hmm. like, it's perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was always a great solution to to all the little plots that kept popping up for me. And I was like, this is, this is good writing, dude. This I mean, is really good writing. In essence, it's a road movie meets like the Odyssey type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Very see that. Yeah. mythologically based road movie. Uh-huh. So, and it's a sci-fi western. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. In space, in space. <laughs> which makes a lot of sense that this is on the actual lists, though. They there seems to be a lot of westerns on the yeah. FI's top 100, yeah. you know, so it makes sense that this type of western was actually on there, mm. you know, right? So, all right, so let's l- get into l- it. Let's, let's, let's think about the, the question here mm. Does it still hold up the best, one of the best ever made? I would say yes, yeah. Uh, I think, and Kind of to the point of some of our previous shows where maybe the movie itself doesn't necessarily stand up. The the ripple effect of what it did for the film industry is why it belongs on that list. I can see that. And that's how I feel about this movie. Like I feel there's been – this has influenced so many filmmakers, so many movies, so many stories, even though this so itself – So many pornos. So many pornos. <laughs> True. I, I mean I, I hear about it. I've heard about it. It's yeah. disgusting. No, I uh, watched all of them. <laughs> I just watched it before I, I got here. I my way through every single one of those movies. But it just – this is inspired by a lot of stuff as well. Yeah. But it just – it was able to spin it off in a way that just felt a little bit – like take those recognizable tropes and characters and mm-hmm. archetypes types and put them in this story that felt different and what i what george lucas did really well is he created kind of the sandbox for people where you can just make up your own stories that happen in this world i mean Mm -hmm. as you go along unfortunately characters don't really grow or blossom as much as you would mm. think as much as they just kind of stay the narrow path. But he really did create this world that people with good imaginations and creativity can have a lot of fun with. Yeah. Right. So he basically made the blueprint that everyone else could play on. Yeah. Exactly. And the worst thing that they did was let George Lucas stay playing on that blueprint. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it just, you could, ah, 
So we, we got to get into that. But people change, people's opinions change, and yeah, over time, yeah. whatever. You know, and what I mean? unfortunately, you either die the hero, and you know that whole yeah. <laughs> well, we live long enough to be a villain. Blah, yeah, blah, well, with blah. him, there was a lot of people early on that were helping make the movies yeah. what they were that left. Yeah. So he didn't have kind of the quality the control team. that he once yeah. did. Yeah, so it's the collaboration with people. You know, like yeah. thinking about the people that are coming in and coming out through all these years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes sense. It's easy to make a movie. Like yeah. to, to make an actual movie is fucking easy. Honestly, we could do it right now. And we could all jerk each other off and like, boom, we're filmmakers, <laughs> right? Great movie. But are great we, are we doing this? Is that, is, <laughs> and actually, we, have time? Uh, we got libation enough. Uh, but the to make a great film, yeah, it's fucking a miracle. Takes a village. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the same time. You're never going to get that perfect storm like you were saying, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to get that perfect storm over and over and over and over and over again. Right. I don't think especially because they did it when they were like in their 30s and 40s or whatever anyway. So it's like, fuck, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. So it makes sense why they weren't that that much. The I mean I feel like the the first hate uh, this is so difficult to talk about because like the original three right you know, yeah the original and New Hope and yeah. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi um, those were were pretty well done I felt yeah. you know from a story standpoint but then when they got into the newer ones you know Episode one two and three. Uh, well, George Lucas like was given, he was able to do, hard, you know, like he didn't have the team around him. It was just him. Yeah. So the original three, he had people and other writers and other producers kind of helping right, keep right. things going. I mean, one of the things that a lot of diehard Star Wars fans don't like are the Ewoks and that George Lucas fought for the that. Ewoks, dude. I, I like them the too. I, I do too. Ewoks. But I think that's our age too. Yeah. Like I know older ones that don't yeah. like it. Whereas when we were kids, like, like I, I, I love always the Ewoks. wanted an Ewok. I can see like, that. That's actually my favorite of the three is Return the Jedi. Yeah. That's your favorite? That's my favorite. Most people, Empire Strikes Back, I get yeah. it, but I like, Return of the Jedi I, like I think is my favorite. I like A New Hope. I do too. But see, here's the thing about A New Hope. New Hope is very much, like how we said, it's the perfect storm story. Yeah. So it's like, it ends up being a skeleton like archetype of how to make a story work, mm. but Empire ended up being more of a complex story that focused less on exposition and more on story arc. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's why that one was more, uh, rich. Comp- yeah. Yeah. Compelling, yeah. you know, more rich, more compelling because all these characters that you grew to know so well in the first movie, now you're seeing them develop really further, yeah, develop like, yeah. and, you know, well, deal and with struggle real more, shit, you know? Well, I think the thing that I like the most about a new hope is that, I know how some of these characters are going to interact. Like when I watch a new hope, I try to watch it. Like I've never gotten introduced to these characters before. There's such great starts, like great origins Mm, to the, the one of the best relationships in all cinematic history. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I love that you have three very strong a type people that, you know, usually you make, you know, you have all these tropes and things like that. Right. They're very strong A-type characters that figured out a way to work with each other. Yeah. They just fucking kick the shit out of the galaxy, which I'm like, that's fucking dope, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I enjoy watching, like, their their origin more than anything else. Yeah, yeah the only – I agree. The only thing I had a problem with, because I know that Luke – or, yeah, that Luke and Leia are brother and sister – the little moon eyes he's giving her at the start was like, oh, this yeah. feels dirty. Oh, I feel dirty. Easy. No, I know. 
I get, but at the start, I'm like, oh, this doesn't, this isn't right. I don't like this. I like, really wish that they had the balls to push it even further, though. To have you, him know? Kiss. you know what I'm saying? To have them kiss or like maybe like slip a tit or something. Well, they you know kiss in mean? the Empire. Like, they kiss an Empire. Yeah, but. But you know that later on, off camera, you know, in another scene that they probably would never have in any movie ever, Luke Skywalker was probably like, oh my fuck. That's my sister. Oh, oh god! No. You watch him just oh, puking. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he yeah, opens R two D two. He's like, R two D two. Like, fuck, like a full uh, Ace Ventura montage <laughs> with the like plunger <laughs> and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I can't blame the guy. Who? How is he gonna know? Uh, well, I mean, to, I know yeah, he's so kind of been repressed and by himself. Too, you know? Yeah. I get it. I'm just saying. It's like knowing what you know. You're just like, oh no, well, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I like I how the music is so iconic. Dude. So it starts oh, yeah. off right on the right foot. Like well, it's so epic and grand. Totally, and man. That's the iconic thing for me. Is that right away? We haven't even seen any visuals yet. Boom! You start yeah. in with just this amazing just blast, your blast, face, yeah, yeah. blast, <laughs> and <laughs> right away you know that you're in for some shit. Yeah. You're in for an exciting adventure. I don't care who you are. You're just like, oh yeah, this is gonna get good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're gonna be right like, away. this sounds fantastical. It sounds like an adventure. It sounds like something that's so appealing that you're like, this is gonna be a ride. I wonder. How I was thinking today, I wonder how entertaining the movie would have been if the score wasn't there. If John Williams didn't make the score, the score makes you feel that entire yeah. movie yeah. through and through. And that's why it's part of that perfect storm. Like if you know it wasn't saying? for that, yeah. if, and you know, I don't know if it would have worked with the different music or whatever, man. Like I've had like situations where I've tried to get people into it and just been like, you just give it a chance, let's watch it, right? Yeah, and that's with any of the Star Wars. Obviously not the Jar Jar trilogies because I kind of <laughs> I, I don't want to be part of that. Can we just say you that know? those we don't like those? Yeah, like, no. I mean, so never speak of them again. Oh, no. there's an edit called the Anti Cheese Edits on YouTube. Oh my god! And they cut out so much from the the Jar Jar trilogies. Uh huh. They're not terrible movies. They're not the best, but they're actually but they're not terrible. Much better, dude. I I couldn't believe how awesome Liam Neeson actually was in those movies. I mean, those guys do kick ass. See, honestly, but, the the problem with that is yeah. because that was the first movie done in digital, like yeah. digital filming, and he had too much fun. Where George Lucas, yeah. what he did was take different cuts. So if you and McGregor's take or take five was good, and Liam Neeson's take seven was good, yeah. he would have those together. So that's why when they talked, it felt so unnatural. It wasn't because oh, of the actors; odd, it was because they weren't responding naturally, naturally to that what was actually said by the other person. And that's I think. Where, takes. That's I think where George Awful. Lucas turned to the dark side is where yeah. he realized how much technology was at his disposal. And he's like, and I he got all this fucking with it. money. Yeah, toys, toys, toys. You know, he got so excited about it. It's like, dude, you forgot you're making a movie. Well, you're not doing yeah. a reel about all the special effects your company can actually do. But that's where I think he gets a bad rap because with George Lucas, he was never a filmmaker first. He was right. a merchandiser first. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about the first Star Wars movies. He sold the shit out of the merchandise right. with that, where it sold so 
well that they couldn't keep up with the demand for the action figures. So he sold right. empty boxes with IOU written inside. You would buy that, and then when yeah. the toys were made, they would ship it to you. And talk so, about a perfect storm movie-wise. That's a perfect storm so marketing So he's been yeah. a merchandiser from the get-go. So that's <laughs> the reason why I made the new trilogy was to bring in a new generation of fans. That's right. what he's about. So when right. people give him shit on creative, it's like – that was those were yeah. the other guys. Like yeah. The other guys for yeah. the trilogy yeah. were the more creative ones. He was like Ewoks. It was all about getting the little kids to buy the toys. That's just yeah. what he was. So it's like I'm not going to be mad at a fish if it swims. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? That's true. It's true. Well, I mean, going back to like the the music part, like I've tried, like I was saying, I was trying to get people into it, and I've had them sit down and watch it. And you know, when you do that, you're watching it what on a TV. You're watching them, you know, you're not going to get the same experience as seeing it in the movie theater. Movie theater yeah. Every time you go to a movie theater screening of any Star Wars and that initial bah yeah, comes out. cheers like crazy. Dude, yeah. It's just, even if you didn't know what it was, like, oh, shoot, I'm jolted. Like, what the hell is this? What right. are we watching, you know? Right, right. So, yeah, dude, the score is, if not the lifeblood of the of movie. movie it's the driving force yeah. oh totally. not to, not it's a through line no pun if there was one right right yeah. and every like everything's theme is just perfect yeah. everything yeah. you know from vader's theme to yeah. princess leia's themes to han solo's themes to the theme of the force that just kind of slowly creeps yeah. its way through the entire score of the movie which i think is fucking phenomenal john williams i mean he's on a handful of these he movies. He is one of the, he is the best. The, by the most far, iconic. The most iconic. Yeah. Superman. Of all time. Jaws. Uh, Schindler's List. Shoot. Uh, I mean, he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't even hear, or if you didn't even see the movie and you just listened to the soundtrack I with the title, like yeah. Yoda's theme, Princess yeah. Leia's theme, you could probably listen to it and make up a story in your own head just with just the music. based off the title oh, of the yeah. song and the music. And I've know? done that. And no one wears pants for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a day off. Galaxy is awesome. Sounds pretty great. I guess I'm listening to the soundtrack with my pants off. <laughs> um, yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, it's just so beautiful. And honestly, no spoilers on the new one that came out, but that was one of the the biggest letdowns on this one was the music. The music. Oh, well, it was, bad. it was like, cause there's a standard. You have to yeah. hit that standard. Well, they gave the guy a month to score the whole movie. What? So based off that, it's very impressive, <laughs> but it's not up to Can par. Can you, you know, score with... Star Wars? Yes. Hold on. Yeah. You got I need two it hours. tomorrow. Yeah. Like, you got two hours. What? I mean, why would you rush that? That's Could terrible. You imagine yeah. you just like, well, fuck it. I guess it's a lot of slap bass, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Seinfeld in They like 80s and top. Fucking. Yeah, dude. Just get Queen to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was interesting how it started out with like this conversation with drones, basically, mm-hmm. and kind of like the danger starts right away. I mean, you have the inciting incident. The first scene. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. And C3PO is just basically the one explaining to us what's going on. Yeah. Right. With his, you know, crotchety old gay man ways. Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, detail. C3PO. 
The, He's so sassy. The Can we just say that? Yeah. C3PO yeah. is very sassy. Yeah, but very you don't know much. what R2D2 is saying. R2D2. Well, that's R2-D2 what I'm saying. You're only yeah. getting what R2D2 is saying through his sassiness. And yeah. in, in the past, or initially, they had R2D2 speak in English, and he apparently had a very foul language. <laughs> um, so they took out, obviously, that he could speak at all, but they kept C3PO's reactions to it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty so funny. So that's why he became such yeah. a sassy bitch in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably one of the greatest fixes. I've ever seen in a screenplay yeah. then because making R2-D2 not be able to talk at all. He's like Kenny from South Park where well, he's just, yeah. you know he's filthy. Well, yeah, right underneath them yeah. at all. He's just such a dick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I think the being able to not allow him to talk was probably the best choice ever. It was like a, they basically added like a Charlie Chaplin yeah. to yeah. the group in some way because he is slapsticky for sure. You know, you, most of the laughs are coming from R2-D2 a lot of times. You know what I mean? Doing stupid shit, zapping somebody or whatever, you know? And you know what? It's so much more amazing now thinking about it that way because he's the most immobile of characters of in of cinematic yeah, history. Exactly. But and yeah, he had, like, usually he's you would the original have to... fat friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which to me is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's a, that's a lot of skill. Yeah. I was, I thought it was weird when they got captured. Um, with all the other droids, like those right. droids made no sense. Like I'm looking at them, I'm like, what do you do? Like some of <laughs> yeah. them, that's kind they of the look magic like of them all. The though. dad from the Gremlins movie invented these things. Yeah. Like they look or Sid from Toy Story. Or I'm like, what's from... going on here? And see, the thing is, with some of the stuff when they're captured Wars... by the things that look like Orca from He Man. Yeah, that's yeah. What those they all look <laughs> like the same people. <laughs> like uh. It... I mean, the way that I would see that kind of stuff in Star Wars is almost like, just imagine you time travel from like 1950 to now and you see an iPad or an iPod or whatever. Yeah. You're like, what the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, what the, f- what is this for? It looks like a rock with like a TV screen on it. Like, yeah. I don't even know what this is. So like a lot of the stuff that you see and a, a lot of the times, this is how I got to thinking about it because I just saw the new movie. And everybody has these like little pen things all over the place. I'm like, uh-huh. what the fuck are those for? What or what are they, they writing that they need so many pens? You just yeah. never yeah. know when you run out. The same shit. Yeah. You know, I was just like, do they need to have signed stuff a bunch? Yeah, or? like and, and autographs. They always have them there. They never use them. You never see them use them. So I'm like, what if those things are like? What if one of them's like a dispenser for like toilet paper or like something weird, like a <laughs> flashlight or like I don't know. And I wouldn't know because I'm not yeah. from that galaxy, you know. But yeah. It, that's the only way I can make sense of some of the weird stuff, like the droids, like how you're saying, like, the hell does this thing do? It looks like a trash can. Yeah, there's like, a lot of things fun, I didn't though, necessarily be- understand, and that was one of them. Yeah. Well, here's the cool part about something like that, though. As a filmmaker, you got to look at it from a point where that experience is different now for everybody in that theater. We all saw the same things, but we are in our own mind thinking, how how would that robot work? And the version yeah. that you have is different than the version I have that's different from the version you have. So yeah. in a very few amount of frames, he created something to individualize and experience watching that movie. And it happens a lot throughout cinema, in my opinion. Um, and I think it's absolutely beautiful. Sure, yeah. You know, letting the audience kind of and that's kind of the open, that, fill in the blanks. And that's kind of the open sandbox, better, you know? aspect of it so i think that's fucking cool i mean i did look at them like well that's that's a sex toy for sure oh (laughs) that's a sex toy i kind of feel like they all are in some way "Mm, they all have receptacles you know honestly some of those have to be they have to be sex bots they have to at least one of them yeah what kind of what kind of galaxy is this they don't have pleasure 
But I mean, it gets lonely on Tatooine. It's yeah. a, it's, you have to <laughs> like even something like Pulp Fiction, where you open up a briefcase and you don't know what it is, and you trust the audience to just fill in the blanks for that. Right. Such like it, it allows you to immerse yourself in the story so yeah. much more by being part of the creative process. Totally, you know. So Agreed. To, I totally agree with that. That that's great to. Yeah. Have everybody have a different experience based off of based their own on creativity. It's so simple to do. Three, yeah. four shots tops. You and know honestly, what I mean? It's, it's just done. being lazy. Like, yeah. I don't know what I to do with this. So just, just, just to fucking design yeah. something, man. <laughs> Grab something out of the goddamn refrigerator <laughs> and mix it with something from the cupboard, okay? Done. Thanks. And there it is. There it is. Yeah. I love the... Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, I know a Ben Kenobi. I know who that is. <laughs> How many fucking Kenobis do you know? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure it's probably the same guy. Could yeah. be Ben Kenobi. Is it, I know a Ryan Kenobi. I wonder if, like, how many yeah. Kenobis do you know? As, <laughs> as far as code, like, he's hiding out. He's hiding out in the desert. You could have changed your last yeah. name. Yeah, really? Yeah. You could have yeah, gone you, way better on this. You're a Jedi doing a general, like a successful general from the wars. Yeah, but that, you didn't that's, think the, of something. But that's the cool part, though, about the story beat, right? Is that yeah. he probably did that knowing that a moment like this was going to happen at some point. So he had to leave just enough. For them just to link for it. Someone to find for him. somebody to find it. Good call. I it's kind of like, like in episode seven when Luke's like, I'm going to disappear from all of you and just get away from it all. I'm running away. By the way, here's two things to help you yeah. find me if you need me. <laughs> like, remind me of like the little kids who are like, I'm running away from home. Yeah. Don't try to stop me. Yeah. I'm running. I'm going to go this time. You're like, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. That's a really oh, messed up you way have to not do left. it, though. Like, I'm, I'm moving out of the country. I'm going to leave a map with my location circled, but I'm ripping one up and leaving one in an airport in Cincinnati and the other one in an airport in Florida. Like, I do not want to be it. found. Yeah. Do not what? find me, but if you have to, here's, yeah. here's here and here's here. Yeah. Why don't you just call us when you're ready to, for us to find you? Because like, this is more dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Well, I mean, he goes to... he. He goes to Tatooine. I mean, why would he choose to live on Tatooine, for one? Like, who would want to live there? Okay? He chooses to live on Hermits. Tatooine to be close to Anakin. Right, right. Right. Because well, I he's mean, like, to Luke. To Luke. someday when yeah. Luke grows up, I'm going to lie to him about his father and get yeah. him to try and kill him. Because <laughs> I'm the good guy, apparently. He's, <laughs> he's totally a, like... He's not a, a good guy. Low-key Alfred sociopathic yeah. like, uh, manipulator. Absolutely. Yeah, Both know? him and Yoda, they know who is yeah. that is like murder him. Don't nope. Shh. Yeah. Don't ask who it is. Just kill him. Don't be afraid. Do you hear that voice box saying it's evil? Just kill him. No questions asked. Like, wait a minute. You guys had an agenda the entire time? Like, what the fuck? You knew this yeah. was my dad. What? Huh? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm driving through played, a tunnel. Sucker. I've yeah. been played. This is the gangster version I had that. of Star Wars. Like, oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. You knew that fool was my daddy. You knew hell the whole no. damn time. I had that as a tweet where <laughs> I have uh, the phone ringing. It was like, hello? And Luke's like, what the fuck? Vader's my dad? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and you knew? <laughs> Going through a tunnel, I am. Uh, like, <laughs> that is true, man. I mean, they all know. They all know. They all, yeah. But they're like, no, just kill him. Just kill him. It's messed up. I even thought it was funny. He's like, I have to go on this quest, but you have to come with me. So far, Luke's a farmer. Like, Obi-Wan's yeah. like, you have to come with me. Oh, am I Operation Human Shield? Like, yeah, like fuck your I life. I have no skills. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your life for coming with me. But I have to fuck farming. Farming's lame. Just yeah. come with me. This is more fun. Yeah. Shut Are you up! Trying to stop look being, out for me. Like, <laughs> like I don't stop being a bitch because yeah. he was going after Darth. Just like 
I feel like Obi-Wan's like, if Vader sees Luke, he will be distracted enough for me to then kill him. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like he was used yeah. as a distraction. <laughs> that didn't even work. It did not work no. at did all. Not even it work. blew up in his face. Yeah. Well, but I just, I, I, I question Obi-Wan's. Do or not question ben. my tactics. Dude, yeah. I, I, don't, I question it too. I'm telling you, total Alfred, like, yeah, dude. Alfred the butler <laughs> type of. No, Master Bruce, please don't do this. All right, so I cleaned your spandex over here and <laughs> I cleaned up your weapons. And the Batmobile's ready. Like, what the? Do you want me to go out or not? Yeah. Like, uh, okay, I'm going to go fight people. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Kill for me. I was curious. So, uh, so he does Obi Wan when they were um, about ready to go into the bar, the cantina. Um, he did the whole like, "We are not who are you looking for? Like, you will let us pass all the stuff." Right. But then, when the pig nose dude was wanting to fight Luke, the Jedi mind trick didn't work on him. I don't really understand why he couldn't like calm the dude down. I think the whole Jedi mind trick is a combination of the hand gestures. And and repeating what you want them to think. Sure, but he As even said lame like, of his excuse. He could have been like, "You with. want me to buy you a beer? It will settle you down." But it says just like, "I'll buy you a beer." And then the dude still, the pig nose still gets into fights. Like, why didn't he just stop the situation in its tracks? <laughs> because the pig guy is too stupid to even understand understand how the force moves within its own. But like, he's not being. supposed to. It's like. You know, it's like getting bedazzled, getting tricked, getting yeah. hypnotized, getting honey dicked, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> like, that's what the Jedi mind trick is. So I didn't understand why it didn't, why didn't work, work on, on him. him. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like it'd be easier to do it on dumb people is basically yeah. what I'm saying. Well, like, that, that's what he explains is it, it only works on a simple minded. But I, I, I honestly don't even think he tried it compared mm. to like yeah, all the other times I wonder you why see not, it, though. you know. He's like, I want to cut off the dude's hand. You know yeah, what? I have been in the desert for fucking thank ever. You. That's how I, I need to yeah, chop someone's like, arms off. Luke, step back. Yeah. Well, take it easy. It's and afterwards, a, afterwards, he thought, like, I still got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? maybe He's that's like, what it was. He's like, you know what? This is my uh, convertible Corvette. I'm going to show you I can still kick ass. Yeah. Now I'm going to have my midlife crisis right here <laughs> and fuck this guy up just because I can. Just to show him who's boss. Yeah, I'm not you old. I mean? Fuck that. I'm not yeah. old. What? Old age Come on. is just a Get number. Check yeah. this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. <laughs> True. Though. Get I out think here, that's dude. the. Yeah. That's more the culprit in that moment. He was stir sure. crazy, man. Yeah. He's <laughs> just like, oh, I just want to kill somebody. I haven't killed anybody in years. Now, the first time I saw this, I saw how it was originally shot, like the original theatrical version. Uh-huh. But since the digital stuff came around. George Lucas is very famous for going back and redoing oh, yeah. a lot of stuff. And this time yeah. around I saw that and I have to say it mm. felt like a bummer because I enjoy the old yeah. effects and things. Yeah. So seeing the more recent stuff just didn't feel like it belonged. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that version too. And I was just like, really? Yeah. You didn't need this. I and liked it when it was simpler and it was more practical effects and the special effects were the 70s special effects. It right. felt more in place. It doesn't feel like it belongs here. Well, honestly, it's it's like one of the biggest um, pet peeves of any Star Wars fan. Oh, totally. There's a whole documentary them. about it called The People versus George Lucas. Yeah. So, like, that was basically what that's about. You know Besides, what, though? George uh, Lucas is like, shut up, bitch. Yeah, he's like, it's yeah. made the best film ever made. He's like, it's mine. I can gonna suck my dick for a really long time. I'm doing it. He's but like, see, it's I'm like, doing it. how yeah. many times can you use that against, like, 
against your fans is like, dude, apparently I get it. every you time, because <laughs> every time, yeah, yeah. yeah. every fucking it's time, like, you're still gonna come and see it, nerds. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Like right now, I'm doing it to make you cry. He's like the How asshole do you like boyfriend. How do you like you know it? I mean, he's like the asshole boyfriend, just like shut up, bitch, and you're just like, isn't he so sweet? Yeah, yeah. you just me out of an abusive he's a relationship when you get to know him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he takes good care of people in the theater, and that's what people really want. So he'll do whatever the fuck he wants. Honestly, it, it gives me an idea. I should just like push somebody and then pull them back from like. In Front of a car, like, I just saved your life, and, saved your and life. then just you hold it over me. their head for the rest of their yeah. lives. Uh-huh. Like, dude, you remember when I saved your life? Fucking that one asshole. time, yeah. Do what I'm fucking telling you to do. <laughs> but the other thing that was a bummer in this version, you saw Greedo shoot first, and that always bums me out. Yeah, and that Han shot first. Those are the little changes that it's like you didn't need to change. Well, who that. cares who shot first? This is the thing that because I don't really understand. Who gives a fuck who shot well, first? Well, here's here's the thing about about who shot first. Who shot first is just the uh, epitome of what was changed in those versions. And why George Lucas, why people were disappointed. It's more it, it, like, honestly, yeah, who gives a shit who shot first? But it's like, why did you change that? Why did you change this? Why did you change that movie was fine. But see, and I feel like it was better for Han to shoot first because it makes him an antihero because you don't have that quite yet. And kind of established like this bad boy, cool hand Luke type yeah, of feel to yeah. it. Where with Greedo, the reason why he changes because he's like, well, I want people to know Han Solo is a good guy. It's like, dude, this movie came out 20 years ago. Pretty, pretty. Nobody thinks he was a bad dude. Yeah, like, for real. Who's debating this? Nobody yeah, is debating nobody. this, George. Yeah. Like, he probably was sleeping at night, just staring at his ceiling like, fuck, I should have had Greedo shoot first. Yeah, All right? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They love Han, but do they love him? Yeah. <gasps> like, I feel like that's what he did. Because nobody was ever debating it. Everybody thought he was badass. Yeah. So much so that my feeling with Empire Strikes Back is he is the uh, damsel in distress in that movie. Like, you have oh, yeah. Leia saving him and stuff. And I don't think he would have the badass status in episodes five and six if he wasn't the badass antihero in episode four. So I feel like it was kind of important to have him being like yeah. this badass. So when he was really in trouble, it raises the stakes. Yeah, I can see that. You don't want to demasculate him like throughout an entire movie. Yeah, and then, that's kind of what yeah. happened in Empire. Yeah, that's... gets screwed over by his best friend. You know, yeah, it's gets awful, man. Cat or caught by. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, like we were talking about. Let's go back to the Perfect Storm thing. You had all these characters so well developed. Dude, you make and now me want to go and watch it. a Perfect Storm after this movie. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to make you do that. <laughs> this this <laughs> this podcast brought to you by a Perfect Storm, yeah, sure. <laughs> starring George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg. George Clooney's paying us a to tragic real life tale set on the deep sea fisherman. Yeah, like fuck Star Wars. It's all about family. Perfect Storm. Yeah, the family exactly. that they left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Will they survive? Big wave spoiler alert. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, my question was uh, because I don't really remember this that much, but did Darth Vader from the start know that Leia was his daughter? Because it's kind of messed up. He tortured her at the start of this movie. He did doesn't he know? know. No, he doesn't. Wait, I didn't remember, so I was going to ask that. He never I don't really even think he knows in general. He doesn't find out. So how does he no. know that Luke's his kid but not Leia? He never finds out about them being his kids throughout the entire episode four. Okay. So episode two, the Emperor reveals to him that Luke is his son. Mm. And mm. then episode three, when he's at the final duel with Luke, he finds out that Leia is his daughter. His daughter. Gotcha. Ah, yeah. There we go. 
Because then at that point, Luke didn't even know that she was a sister until before that. OMG, duel. I had it, twins? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. And honestly. I'm a daddy? There, there's like a, there's a, there's actually a comic book, like a Star Wars comic book that actually covers him finding out about it. Not, not, not so much finding out about it because they cover it in the second movie. Uh-huh. And I say second movie because I'm. I'm a traditionalist. You're a traditionalist. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's a comic book strip, and it pretty much goes over how devastated he actually is that this has been kept from him. And like, I mean, in all honesty, how devastating would that be? Yeah, you to find out that your wife got killed. Not only not not only that you killed her accidentally, but that she was pregnant. Like, obviously, he knew she was pregnant, but to find out that the children survived, and the only thing that you have left of her is still out there and you didn't know and you missed all this time with them. Like, damn, dude, that's, that's pretty messed up. So the rebellion is the assholes here. They're yeah, all assholes. They're all, dude, they're all assholes. Pretty much the Empire has stability of space, basically. Yeah. And yeah. the rebels are coming and sure you gotta get your ID checked more often. All right, fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. You're in space, man. They created this order. You're in space. We're taxing blue milk. Fuck this. We're going to war. <laughs> yeah, we're going to war. Fuck, fuck this. This out, is out my choice of like colored a, milks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's well, start a bring rebellion. Back the pink one, man. <laughs> bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> give me blue milk or give me death. <laughs> I don't know. I love blue gonna, milk. I'm going to join them. Uh, yeah, and you're just like, like mm. well, yeah, I mean, as long it. as the blue milk is basically just, they said, you know what? Fuck the cereal. We're just going to put all the yummy sugary goodness into the milk pre-hand. It looks like the milk yeah. I always drank. I always curious if it tasted like cereal, cereal milk. milk man. I don't know. I mean, there's something to the future, guys. Hey, <laughs> there's something to, <laughs> something to look forward to. I don't know. I'm just saying. Somebody thought I'm fuck this like, cereal part. That was Fruity Pebbles, wasn't it? Keep the other part. No, for a fact, that was some Fruity Pebbles. Was that blueberry? Was that Frankenberry? Uh huh. Smell it. Mm, That's yeah. Good year. Mm. (laughs) Good year. mm, No, this one's cool. Tricks are not just for kids. Hey, who knows? Maybe it could be a type of uh, alcoholic type of beverage. Yeah, they're just getting fucked up the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they're not even droids and aliens. They're just everybody's on like an like extreme sense of acid. You know what I mean? (laughs) You just took these movies to a whole other level. I gotta rewatch these now. (laughs) Everybody's just gonna be like, "Whoa, there's a force within me, bro." (laughs) I feel it. I feel it. You have a butt for a mouth, man. Whoa. (laughs) What the? I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying, man, but I feel it. I feel it. Cool, bro. Just. Just get some water, man. Yeah. Dude, you take a picking... breath, man. You smell like ass. Like, stop picking fights with people, please. Yeah, <laughs> Arms gone. Oh. Damn it, why do I hang out with you? <laughs> every time happens every fucking time. The thing, I, why, okay, my biggest beef with this is why didn't Chewie get a medal at the end? Oh, you know what? Like, I what thought the that's hell? totally messed up, too. Like, I feel like his last little was like, yeah. this is bullshit. Fuck you guys. Like, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Leave me out. <laughs> He did just as much <laughs> as Luke and I. Like, bullshit. Damn, like, yeah, man. Oh, Fuck man. you guys. <laughs> I can rip all of your arms off. <laughs> all of them. For real. <laughs> and I, I, just, I, I do not one. understand. I thought that was like the biggest snub. 
Like, totally. talk about second-class citizen bullshit right there. Totally. Well, unless Han, Han... I don't know, man. I don't know. There there was some, like, comic book, too, that explained that also, but it was such a bullshit such reason. A cop out. Like, yeah, like, like somebody... No, they fucked up. George Lucas fucked up. Like, yeah. don't try and rationalize really this. He fucked up. He fucked up. Because he didn't think he was mm. a person. It's oh. messed up, man. Dogs don't get medals, Chewy. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's messed up. That's fucked up. If he should have, if he would have digitally enhanced anything, that. he should have put, put a metal on yeah. Chewie. Yeah. We should start a petition, guys. Yeah, Fuck. we should start a petition. Put a medal on Chewie. Seriously, right? I would God. buy a fucking Blu-ray just for that. Chewbacca Shit. matters. Chewbacca's <laughs> life matters. Wookie yeah. lives matter. Wookie <laughs> lives matter. Exactly. <laughs> Can we please make a t-shirt? Dude, man? honestly, I want a t-shirt that just says, get him a medal. Get him a medal. Get him a medal, man. That's too good. All right, we got to make that, right one. that down. Get him a medal. That's that's, that's going funny. to our list of shirts that we're <laughs> Oh, my God. We got to, dude. That's fucking funny. Fuck, man. Poor guy. I mean, what else do you want to talk about? Well, like, those I mean, are the, the questions I had and the things I was thinking, wondering. I mean, you guys, I feel... I mean, especially Skelter have way more like emotional attachment to this. I mean, what are things or were there things that stood out in this that, you know, you maybe didn't notice before? Were there thoughts? Are there things that you've always felt like maybe you agreed or disagreed with certain aspects of this? I mean, what stands out about this movie to you? I mean, overall, I think that the the feeling I get from this movie, dis, like aside from all the other movies, uh, is just the basic... Uh, just how simply it was done, you know, and that's saying a lot because it's not simply done at all. It was a lot of money put into it and a lot of work and a lot of like, uh, conceptual design wise, you know, and prop design wise and all that and special effects wise, you know, but compared to all the other ones, it was so simple yet it got through the most like, uh, important, points of a story well, it's very world building yeah mm-hmm. very world building you know and i mean that shows in the video games the comic books you know everything else that came out of it like all they needed was drop this one rock into the pond and it just ripple ripples effect, you know? and he gives enough about the political climate yeah that wasn't as heavy as it was in like the the prequels right but like just gave enough where you kind of knew the political mm-hmm. right what was going on and why certain people weren't doing certain things right you know, right and, right. and i mean it, it's it's obvious now when i was a kid it wasn't obvious because as a kid it just looks cool and you're enjoying mm-hmm. it and whatever but now it's like oh shit this is nazi germany i get it you know all the stormtroopers are white like i get it. it's like the white mm-hmm. power type of mentality and all the bad guys are like rigid older white men and all the good guys are like a diverse group of white people white people white people people, but at the same time you have like all these aliens and shit you know what i mean they they, they took it to an extreme that you know a sci-fi only a sci-fi movie can do Mm. to the point where now the new movies it's it's a diverse cast no matter what right you know but uh i and honestly i think it took a long time to even get to that which is unfortunate, but at the same time, you know, whatever. You got to take what you can get yeah. with something like that, you know? True. And um, I don't know. Honestly, the newer mo- the the newest movie has some of the most uh, controversial, I think, undertones from all the other ones that I've seen. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Based oh. off that. Huh. 
Like, if you just think of it as the Empire. I'm curious because I saw it. I saw it the other day. So I'm curious. Maybe we'll get another podcast out about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious your thoughts on some of that stuff. Because I just, I didn't know shit about that movie. I just went. Yeah. You know, and I enjoyed it. Oh, Jesus. The best part of that movie was I wanted to watch this one again. Yeah. To watch it. Uh-huh. Just, yeah. Watching them back to back was really oh cool, actually. God, so Did, Does it line up? That, yeah. It lines up pretty well, I feel. Dude, the last few minutes just. Kills it. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to run out of the theater and put the other one on. <laughs> oh, and, like, where's the new home? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. exactly. And the <laughs> other thing that stood out for me with this that I was kind of curious about and a little confused is when uh, Luke is flying and like at the Death Star towards the end. Right. And Obi is like, use the force, jackass. And he like, <laughs> he like closes his Maybe eyes and does all that stuff. Tell you. But after he does this, R2-D2 gets shot. Right. His plane gets shot. Right. The only reason that he survives is because uh, Darth is knocked out of like the thing from Han Solo. So it's like, what did the Force really do to help him in this? Because I feel like everything went wrong the minute that he closed the his force eyes. force came in when the Force needed to be there, bro. But what well, did it do? The Force was, okay, if you watch it, all the rest of the guys that made a trench run to try and hit the target. Oh, you know they did. Yeah, they they use like a navigation computer type of thing to help them, you know, align the shot. So that was mm-hmm. their targeting computer, right? So as he's doing his trench run, he hears a voice, use a force jackass, he's like, maybe I should use a force. And then he's like, he turns it off. So he doesn't have the targeted computer. So he pretty much just shoots it using and the wills, force alone. Yeah, yeah and wills, wills it into, into the... the- yeah. Mm. Which makes a lot of sense to me. Here's the thing that they're mm. in fucking the air. Why didn't they just come at it from a different fucking yeah, angle? Yeah, right? Why did yeah, they have to fly you know around? Like, There's, why boom, that could have been done already. Why, why did they have to hug I mean? the Death Star? Why don't they just done. go straight towards it? And this yeah, is where you start yeah. going from the realm of science fiction to fantasy. Yeah. Where it's no longer based in a dimension where anything makes sense. Because, I mean, technically you have a giant globe. Everything else has, like engines that is pushing them you know from one side of the galaxy to the other you have a planet how is that getting from place to place is right, it rolling right. in space or is there like one engine pushing it or like a billion engines pushing? <laughs> you just see it show up like you never know how it gets to every planet that it goes and to. and that thing has what is it warp speed or light speed yeah. light speed is everything else has light speed Except for a giant planet. No, it has it. How does it, it bounce? Right? It does have but it. How? It's like a bouncy ball. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have an engine either, but it goes straight. I'm like the most inefficient <laughs> ship of I all I feel like time. someone yeah. just like pushed it and then it's like going. It might be the most efficient because before you know it, it's already there. Yeah, it's all like, rolling straight Like, did you see it, it even show up? No, it just, it, it's, it's just there already. There. I don't Yeah, holy it. shit. Fuck. <laughs> I need to get a ride like that. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so it holds up for you for sure then. I think... It will always hold up for me, but it does have its flaws in terms of, you know, the time that it was made and, you know, the cheesiness on some things, the campiness of other things. But I think for what it is, it's a good movie. You know, you can't compare it to something like, I don't know, American History X or like some right, 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 uh, right. solid piece of cinema that makes you really think. But mm-hmm. it's fun, you know. Well, and, and to that same point, that's the thing for me. Like, it's a war movie. It's yeah. a it's a super epic fucking war movie. Mm-hmm. It's I a guerrilla warfare movie. And I had a I had a great time if you just go in there knowing that it's just gonna be fucking 
fun. You know what I mean? Like right. it's an amusement, right? And you're, you're talking go there, about you're the new spend one. A, uh, I'm talking about the one that we were watching. A new hope. A new hope. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So for me, coming into watching this, I feel like it. It's like I'm going to an amusement park. You know, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to spend a crap ton of money. I know that I'm going to buy popcorn and I need to get a corn dog. Right. And I'm going to get all these really great things out of this movie. And then I'm just going to go home and it's just going to be all right. Cool. That was fun. Right. It's not going to make you think like you were saying. Right. You know, um, I mean, and that's it, okay. Yeah. I mean, it to can. Me, it's okay. I feel this like the, the original trilogy holds up better than the prequel trilogy. So, oh yeah, yeah, of course. I feel like they just hold up narratively, cinematically, mm-hmm. um, because I think, yeah, this has the shortcomings of being made in the seventies, but I, I feel like the special effects people were smart on knowing their limitations and adjusting to make it not so like, crappy looking yeah like they worked within the scope of the technology that was available to them and like i said it was it took me more out of it when i saw the more modern technology used in the 70s it just felt out of place so and see, by this itself is, i thought it you know it oh, holds up and and see here's the, this is the thing why i like like one of my favorite movies of all time is bram stoker's dracula by francis ford coppola mm-hmm. because oh, with uh keanu reeves yeah. oh so good but because when he made the movie, he set his technological limitations to be the same as Nosferatu. Oh, cool. So based off that fact, everything comes out so much more tangible yeah. because you don't see the strings as easily. Right. You know what I mean? You know what the limitation is on it. And with movies like the new Star Wars, especially, and I, I don't know if I can do a spoiler on here, but. I you, wouldn't, but. Well, you see some things. We want people to actually like us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you see some technological things, like uh, as far as animation and motion capture, that if you didn't know that it was going to happen, it would surprise. Like you would be surprised to find out about How it. How good it is! Yeah, yeah, I agree. I had to tell my wife that stuff. So I was yeah. just like, "That's CGI." Yeah, and the uncanny valley like, Are has you been fucking crossed. kidding me. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like sometimes CGI can totally do the opposite of what it's trying to totally. do. Yeah. When you see like with Catwoman, when she was all CGI, you're just yeah. like, well, that's just an animated thing. Like who cares? But when you see a real person doing some sort of stunt or having right. something go on, you're like, oh my God, there's actually someone really there. It's and almost, then it's way more impressive and it raises the stakes as opposed to CGI is like, well, nothing really is real. So it doesn't matter. Well, here's matter. the interesting thing to the new movie. I think this is what you're saying, Miguel is like the, the CGI in the newest one that just came out, Rebel R- Rogue One, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. It doesn't take you out of the movie. It doesn't at all. take you out of cool. the movie at all. To be honest with you, it's so close to realism that you don't need. Sometimes you don't even know that it's 3D. Yeah, damn. So yeah. it's so weaved so well into the fabric of that movie. And so honestly, I, at I least gotta for me, say, that's how I. Felt. No, I gotta. I was thinking about it. Like, wow, this is a historical film. Yeah, this is the uncanny valley being finally crossed. Nice, you know. Yeah, because it molded them. They tried Dude. to do it in like Beowulf, you know, with the with some of the actors and things so bad. like right. that. And you could tell, you know. And then they didn't try it for a really long time, and then they did it with Polar Express, and then it was just well, it was, it was creepy. close, not but just yet, not but just yeah. there yet. Um, and I'm right there with you, man. I this particular one, I was literally watching that. I'm like, is that f- no way, dude. Yeah. No way. Is that it? Oh, that's pretty gangster, man. We're going to have to talk about this because I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. there's more that I got to say about that that because people didn't like it and I have something to say about why they Here's wouldn't the thing, like man, it, but it's people, really good. I don't know, man. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, but <laughs> you know what? The pe- it's tough, dude, because there's always there's always haters, man. But yeah. the people there's who didn't haters. like it were people who actually had prior knowledge as to why they were doing the CGI. Mm. Oh, Does so it already sense? put a nasty taste in their mouth Exactly. Or so they knew that there's no possible way that this is real. So they looked for it gotcha. being CGI. But oh, my fiance well. didn't know. And I had to tell her, hey, like you told your wife, like, yeah, that was CGI. I was like, get the fuck out. Like, Uncanny Valley Uncanny, crossed. Yeah. yeah. When they don't even notice that it's a fake and a real, that's when you kill uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job. And I mean, the, the new trilogy, you have full green screen backgrounds. Like, yeah. how does that not take you? No. Out yeah, exactly. It looks terrible. So I don't know. So it, it does hold up for you then for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, I had to say, watching the last movie, I'm like, this thing's gone out of control. There's <laughs> way too many movies at this point. So does it hold up? Yeah, but even if it didn't, I have so many other movies to watch. Yeah. Point, you know? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Like, fuck it, dude. I love it, though, man. I really do. I urge everybody, if you haven't seen it, show it to your kids, watch it, enjoy it, but watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have a good time with it. It's not gonna, it's, it's not a Schindler's List. No. It's not Shawshank Redemption, you know? So just know that and have fun. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about this movie, in my opinion, is how fun it was to just basically take all your little story. It was like the per- first pulp movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. From like a pulp 100%. comic type of thing. Yeah. And they just, they did it. And I felt they did it so beautifully. Mm. Um, and at the end of that movie, you don't get anything other than like a fuck. Yeah. Like you just went on the best roller coaster of your life type of feeling, yeah. you know, and it's fleeting, mm. but yet in the moment it's just, it's wonderful and it's beautiful and you want to wait and you want to go back in line just so you can write it again. Yeah. At least in my opinion. Nice. So I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I mean, Noah. it was, no, I mean, it was, it was enjoyable. It was like, it, it was, was cool. It was I mean, fun to watch. I can appreciate was it. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> it was all right. You know, a little, <laughs> but, a little too teethy for my liking, but <laughs> some people more, like that. <laughs> a, little, a little bit more gums there. Uh, a little bit more gums. But see, Lucas. that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's not for everyone. Yeah. You know, it's like, it, you're not going to learn anything like we said. So, it's not a movie that anybody needs to see. It's not going to change your opinion on anything unless you're like, wow, I believe in the force. Now. Yeah, I, you know? I feel but, like it's But that's also seeing. kind of a cool religion, though, this idea that this uh, – I mean, and it's not even like God, I don't feel. It feels like more Buddhist in terminology than it does as a uh, – Well, then it becomes genetic. It, it honestly, it, it honestly is every religion. It's an amalgamation of every single religion. And that's what George Lucas said when he was writing it. He took pretty much – all the parts that he liked of every religion and just created like, oh, a, this, a, uh, yeah, a new like thing, you know, which so, is kind of in a sense its own religion now. Yeah. I mean, which in makes all sense. honesty, Why the fuck you know? would you not want to do that? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a cool ass religion. Yeah. Yeah. I think it. we're converted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think we did it. I think that's it, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So the next episode that we're doing is It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, I love that movie. Is it for our Christmas, uh, like a Christmas special yeah. type of thing? Well, I mean, it's going to be, it's on the list of one of the best movies ever made, but okay. it's a Christmas movie, so why not? So might as well. Happy, happy holidays. Watch some Jimmy guys. Stewart. <laughs> 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 well, guys, thanks. Thank you. 
Thank you for being on the show, Sculter. No, no problem, man. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll get you back in fun. here, motherfucker. For sure. We had to make it up for having you watch Scatwoman. Yeah, so. yeah. <sighs> the the best movie in the worst movie. Something. You know? I'm still having nightmares. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> stop watching it every week. Yeah, stop it. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> tell me how to live my life, okay? All right, guys. Well, well, thank you for listening, and uh, we out. Oh, 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 oh,